It's Pat Gray for uh, Stu. Today on the Glenn Beck Program, uh, Glenn in the city of Detroit asked for help, and you really responded. Uh, Mercury One raised a quarter of a million dollars to help prepare the city of Detroit against the coronavirus. Also, Representative Trey Hollingsworth from Indiana stops by to talk to Glenn about our freedoms and sacrificing ourselves to save the American economy and future generations. Also, it's Friday, which means Bill O'Reilly is uh, on the program today. And we keep hearing good and bad news about hydroxychloroquine, so we decided to talk to an actual doctor who's used it on his patients. All that and a lot more coming up on the podcast. You're listening to the best of the Glenn Beck Program. Well, let's see. Here are the daily stats. Cases worldwide, 2,197,000. That's up about uh, 100,000 cases. Total confirmed deaths, 147,000 worldwide. The U.S. now has 687,000 confirmed cases. Uh, uh, That is up from yesterday, plus... We have 34,641 deaths. Uh, All global confirmed cases have had an outcome of either recovered or dead. 21% of COVID victims have died worldwide. China revises the Wuhan death rate upward by 50%. The WHO uh, praises their transparency. For those of us who have been saying bullcrap, These numbers are not right in China. There's no way they would have done all of this had they uh, had those numbers been that small. We're 100 percent vindicated now. The Chinese Communist Party issued a revision indicating that they're now 90 percent positive. Their original case fatality rate was off by only 50 percent. There is also a 99 percent probability that the W will issue a statement praising all of the transparency of the communist china uh, chinese uh, communist party um th- this is we have got to get out of the who uh this is something that is so instrumental let me just spend a second on this let me go back to something we talked about yesterday because it it revolves around this um facebook yesterday lifted the false rating of glenbeck.com because we had a, a social media clip on Facebook from a special that I did two weeks ago on the coronavirus where I showed the video from the Communist Party. It was on Communist Party television uh, back in December, and it showed them these researchers going in to a cave of horseshoe bats and collecting samples and they were talking about how dangerous this was because of this dangerous coronavirus in these bats and they had to be very careful not to get it on the skin and everything else so that was on their national television in either late november or early december we showed that those scientists were 300 yards from the wuhan wet market and we showed that it was now now showing positive proof positive that patient zero did not come from the Wuhan market. The the uh, the actual uh, patient zero came, they said, from near the market, 
like, I don't know, maybe 300 yards. This is what it what you mean when it's when you say it came from a lab. They didn't bioengineer this thing. They were sloppy with it. Obviously, it's not a it wasn't something that they released intentionally. I don't think we asked the question. We didn't even make the statement. We were um, banned by Facebook. They demonetized us. They gave us a false rating. And the reason why they did it is because USA Today, USA Today claimed that we were making this up, that this was a conspiracy theory. They used an article from like the middle of March to prove us wrong. They didn't prove us wrong. They proved themselves as being behind the news. So yesterday, finally, after about two weeks, uh, our dispute with uh, Facebook has been uh, settled and they have removed the ban and the usa today link this is why it is critical that you and i have a direct link to each other because not only did facebook do this google is doing this all of these companies are doing this they're throttling back anyone who has actual information i think if you've listened to me long enough to know you know i separate the difference between fact and fiction conspiracy theory and conspiracy fact we are not talking about any conspiracy theories now we're not talking about any conspiracy theories with the who the who is corrupt the who is on the payroll of china the head guy is a former politician first time not a doctor a former politician from Ethiopia who is on and his country is on the payroll of the Chinese Communist Party. This is all about money. It's all about politics. And we need to pull out and clean that place up. I, it's it's the United Nations. So I don't think you can clean it up. I don't think we should be spending a dime with the WHO. But yesterday, Facebook said that they are redirecting any stories that they deem false. They're redirecting for the truth to the WHO. The only reason anyone would ever do that is because you hate Donald Trump and you just want to prove him wrong about the WHO. And so you're just taking a stand of, no, they did nothing wrong. It is clear, clear the WHO was in the wrong. They, they had information in late December from Taiwan that said, China is lying to you. We have proof this is much more uh, virile than anyone thought. It is spreading like wildfire. The WHO didn't even address it because Taiwan doesn't exist. Oh, okay, that sounds really scientific. Thank you for that. Please join us at Blaze TV. Become a member now. I'm telling you, we have got to have a direct pipeline to each other with no middlemen or algorithms in between us. BlazeTV.com slash Glenn. More important than ever. That's why we've cut it to the bone. Uh, we've slashed 30%. Use the promo code Glenn right now. We are going to keep this promotion going until the end of this uh, crisis. And we're all back to work and, and we can we can afford uh, things again. Uh, they're opening up the casinos. Um, 
the um, the rules for reducing the social distancing rules released by the White House task force came out yesterday. They are calling for three phases of reduced social and economic restrictions. I mean, everybody knows all of these. We all know all of them. We're already doing it. Nobody has to tell us where to stand. We are all standing away from each other when we have to go to the grocery store. We get it. It's time we open the country back up. It may not be today, but we are in weeks, weeks of opening this up. If it's not next week, it should be today in some places, next week in others, three weeks, and let New York open in August. Best of luck to you. I personally say, I ain't bailing you out anymore, New York. You've you've made your own bed for decades. Why is my tax money going to bail out California and New York? All right. Let me give you a couple of other things. I told you that we would get to a point where gas was so cheap they would pay you to take it. No way. No way. That's crazy. That's crazy. Do you know what the wholesale gas price is today in the middle of America? I don't per it, barrel. Are you talking? Are you no, talking about no, per, gallon? per gallon? Per gallon? Gallon of ga- gallon of gas. Gallon of gas. What is the wholesale price in Middle America? Uh, does that include Texas? I've uh, I think I just paid like two in the no, little no, no. twos. No, 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 no. What no. are they trying to sell it to the gas stations? Okay. Oh, they the, the wholesale price. You're buying a bunch okay. of it. How much is it? For instance, with economic, um, you know, inflation adjusted, the lowest it's ever been in the history of gasoline in America was 14 cents a gallon. Okay, Mm. that's in the old timey times. But that's that's uh, inflation adjusted numbers. So that's the lowest it's ever been. What is it today? The lowest it's ever been is 14 cents, uh, 50, 50 cents. 25 cents 12 <laughs> it's it's the lower than the lowest it's, it's ever been it's wow lower than it was in the great depression at any given time wow it is the lowest it has ever been there there is such a glut of gasoline now they are getting to the point to where they are going to start paying the stations to take them so the, it's all this. They, the pipelines now are full of gas. They're using the pipelines as storage units. There's that much gas that is is available right now. You are not going to see those prices. Obviously, I mean, if if it was twelve cents a gallon, you'd probably I don't know be about seventy cents, sixty cents a gallon maybe. Uh, and you're not going to see that because of all the other gas that's already in the line. Uh, but uh 50 cents a gallon 60 cents a gallon that's amazing by the way that gas if it's 12 cents wholesale you're in new york or california it would be about 687 at the pump (laughs) um uh let's see there's a there's a couple of other things um i want to get to nancy pelosi's freezer she was on james gordon the other day and um I just have to say, I've never seen anyone more out of touch, and I've never seen anyone with a freezer quite like this. (laughs) Now, I'm not a guy that can cry poor mouth, um, but I believe her freezer rivals that of Queen Elizabeth. 
Um, can we play this video, please? And this is this is something <laughs> you thing. can get through the mail. Okay. Run out. Mm. Can I show, show you. Me. Yeah, she's absolutely. got two side by side wolf. I never knew freezers. I needed. Oh my! Wow. Now Other look at in our family. So some other flavors, but. Okay, stop. Can you pause it there? Pause it there. Um, sh- show it. Show it in the, uh, frozen, if you will. Um, she's got a really well-organized uh, freezer. <laughs> yes. Everything's color-coded. It's like the freezer has made service, okay? She's got Dove bars in there, Jenny's ice cream, uh, yeah, all the like different flavors all organized. or whatever. I bet that's, I mean, that's yeah. expensive ice cream, too. The the stuff next to the Dove, I don't even know what it is, but I know I see it at the s- supermarket all the time, yeah. and I look at it and I'm like, "Wow, that looks good." And then you pick it up and you're like, eighteen dollars for a pint." <laughs> you're like, "Ah, oh, that's gonna no. sit there." Yeah, I've never seen a refrigerator or a freezer like that. Have you? No. I mean, it's twenty four thousand dollars. There'll be between the two sides. That's a twenty four thousand dollar Wolf refrigerator freezer. That's... I mean, just the inside of it. I mean, just I'm not even talking about the freezer. Yeah, th- those are really yeah. expensive freezers. I'm talking about I've never seen a freezer. Can I I just took a picture of my freezer in my kitchen uh, and I just want to. Can you put them <laughs> side by side, Stephen? Because this is the way my freezer looks. That's hers. There's mine. Okay. Not not as there's well no organized. maid service. Yeah. No, there's no, no maid service coming. There's mm. you know there's ego waffles in there. I mean there's some you know fruit and mm-hmm. you know there's crap in there. There's a lot of crap in there. Uh, yeah, and it's well we really need to clean out our freezer. This is really quite embarrassing. <laughs> but I think mine and and mine is not a cheap ass freezer. And you know I mean mm-hmm. I'm not crying poor mouth. But that looks like the inside, I think, of most people's freezers. Does it not? It does. Yeah, it does. It's not. And maybe a little below. It's not color coded. <laughs> right. So. It has no maid service. They're not, you know, the frozen items are not having a little frozen mint on their pillow every night. I mean, <laughs> this is nuts. I've never seen somebody so out of touch as she is. This is the best of the Glenn Beck program. All right, Mr. Bill O'Reilly. Welcome to the program, sir. How are you? I'm uh, the same back, which is heartbreaking. (laughs) Uh, It really is. But it kind of brings a little light to my eyes. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, Just maybe just a little bit. Um, all right, so Bill, let's let's talk uh, let's talk about the biggest news stories uh, of the week. We have a half hour today, so let's get right to it. Where do you want to start? Biggest story of the week, you think? Well, you're doing the dictators of the uh, pandemic. Is that what you're doing? Yeah, is yeah, that, yeah, yeah. That's why yeah. I'm getting shortened up today. Um, yeah, yes, it is. Whitmer's got to win, right? The governor of Michigan. Well, she might be a nominee. We don't yeah. we don't know yet. I got to be. I haven't opened I mean, those envelopes. And she uh, knocked herself out of the VP sweepstakes by uh, this insanity. I mean, I'm a simple man, logical man, as you know. So uh, say I live in Michigan, and I got a nice house in uh, Lansing, the capital, and then I have another little chalet up in 
the Upper Peninsula, and I want to take a drive up there just to make sure everything is good at the property, and there's not a lot of virus up there, and maybe I relax right. for the weekend. And the governor mm-hmm. says, you can't. You can't get in your car and drive to your home, your other home. And then I say, why? Who am I putting at risk by doing that? And then there is no answer. That's fascism. When you get that kind of ridiculous public policy, that's when the people have to say no. And they did in Michigan. and they are and they are and they're yeah. standing up yeah. and I and, Absolutely. you know, they're being called far right extremists and, and every other name in the book because of it. Um, but they're they're absolutely right. So as you look at the things that are happening, Bill, with the utter economic devastation, we had another five million people added to the rolls yesterday. Um, we are probably we're probably at about 15 to 17 percent unemployment rate right now. Um people i don't think are listening to the people they're not responding to the business owners what what do you what do you see uh coming on this end of a lockdown because the the big debate now is oh donald trump is so irresponsible and nobody's talking about the real people that are hurting because of this lockdown yeah because there's always a political agenda So, as we discussed here on this program, um, there are many people in the country that feel that Trump is worse than the virus. So, four more years of Trump is worse than anything the pandemic could bring. So, the way to get him out is to keep the economy in a deflated state until November. Very simple equation. And, And nobody can say it isn't in play. Of course it's in play. You see it all the time. You see it every day. So as far as Americans are concerned, they're not getting um, the information they need from the national media. And I'll give you a very specific. In Europe this week, Denmark, Austria, Czech Republic opened. Next week, Germany. Big Germany opens up on Monday. And the reason they are all opening is because Europeans, generally speaking, have no savings because the government takes all of their money. All right? Yep. They don't don't have savings accounts like we do in America. They don't have IRAs. They don't have retirement. They don't have any of that because the government gives them cradle to grave. But now they can't buy food. And if you're in Germany and you can't buy food, you know what's going to happen. So Merkel Uh, didn't want to, all right, but has to open the country on Monday. So all Americans should be watching what happens in Europe. Does the pandemic spike? Is there chaos in the streets? What happens? Is it orderly? Are are, Are the shops functioning in an orderly way? People have to wear masks, and they have to distance. People have to do all that, but I assume they will, all right? But this is a big story. Because what happens there this week and next week is going to happen here. Just today, Jacksonville opened its beaches. Jacksonville has to open its beaches because it has no money coming in. So all of these stories are what Americans should be concentrating on, not the phony 
uh, fabricated uh, reports that you're getting 24-7 on cable news, which is absolutely outrageous. What a useless so, industry. Go ahead. So, so wait, 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 Bill. I want to I go back to Jacksonville. What you said was really important. Jacksonville has to open their beaches because they have no money coming in. Well, what really pisses me off is is states, quite honestly, like Michigan, where, yeah, they've 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 got money coming in because they're keeping the state liquor stores open. But yeah, but it's not nearly you know, Jacksonville has to open their beaches. Right. Well, what about all the businesses that have to open? Listen, what you're going to see in America is what you're seeing in Europe. You're going to see beginning very quickly stores starting to open in states that are not that impacted. And you're going to see that. That's going to happen. Now, there are going to be places like New York City, where I am, okay, which can't happen. It can't. All right? But it will happen, I'd say, in 75% of the country. However, we have to watch to see what happens in Europe. This is the perfect place because they have the pandemic there. And they have large cities there. Give, give me a give me a review of what you think about these northeastern mayor or governors that are all coming together to be Trump proof. What, 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 what are your thoughts on that? OK, look, if you don't live in the northeast or California, you don't understand the welfare state that's been set up. So you don't have that welfare state in Texas where you are. You don't have it in most of the upper Midwest and the Rocky Mountain states, but you have it here. So New York State owes, what, $100 billion? They can't possibly ever pay it, so they need the federal government to give them stuff because New York State is so irresponsible in its spending, and it's the highest tax state in the union. But they give away, and there's so much corruption that the tax money is flushed down the drain. Just this week in California, the governor said, we're going to give... Ah, $1,000 to every illegal alien in here? Okay, well, how do you do that? You don't know where they are. They don't file tax returns. You know how they're going to do it, Beck? They're going to give it to private charities, the state, Sacramento. Oh, my gosh. To private charities who deal with the undocumented community, as they call it. And how much of that money, I guarantee you, this? how much of that money... I know, but how much of that money is not going to actually make it to those people? This is a way to funnel money into those organizations. And if you're an illegal alien and they don't know where you are, you go to every charity and get the grand. You go to one, you go to two, you go to three, you go to four. You just, you know, get in a little car and you zip around. Hey, here I am. And nobody's going to monitor it. They don't know where you live. They don't know who you are. You don't have a passport. Who are you? I don't know. I'm an illegal alien. Give me $1,000. And then California, of course, is going to run a huge deficit. Then they go, well, I want federal money. Give me federal block grants. Uh, and so, look, this is the game. This is, when you're dependent on government, as many states are, they're dependent on the federal government. And then you're in a pandemic where the spending is crazy. All right. Where, where are you going to go? So Cuomo says, oh, I need 30,000 ventilators. Give me them. Give me them right now. Where are they? How come you don't have them? This is what Cuomo's saying, right? You know how many he's used? Yep. Five. 5,000. Right, I'm sorry. He needed 30,000. He's used 5,000. 
All right, but he wanted the thirty thousand. Give me the thirty thousand. Where are they? How come you don't have them? This is the game. Blame everyone else for your irresponsible and corrupt spending practices. Because oh no, it's not my fault. Oh no, 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 no. I mean, it's, it is so staggeringly corrupt. But when you do have a corrupt system, anything like this collapses it. And it should become clear to the American people that you cannot be dependent on a government. If you are dependent, you're going to die. It's a matter of when, not if. All right. So let me let me ask you this. Um, looking at the latest poll, uh, and I'm trying to find the actual story. It shows that Donald Trump has has gone down five percentage points, which is a big deal for him. Uh, so you don't buy it. Sure, I do. Americans are an impatient people. Of course, I do. Every week this goes on, his numbers are going to go down. Then when it gets better, they'll go up. And it depends on the timeline on whether they go up enough for him to win. But Americans are, I mean, everybody's getting a little teed off now. And the blame game is starting. And unfortunately, there a lot of Americans are watching television news, which is totally misleading them in every area, and enough people believe it so that anybody's numbers would go down. And that's what you're seeing with Trump. Trump knows that he wins if he gets it under control by midsummer, that if September rolls around, the kids can't go back to school, or then he loses. He knows. This is the best of the Glenn Beck program, and we really want to thank you for listening. Wow, there is there is early data on uh, a drug made by Gilead that suggests patients are responding to treatment. Now, this is everywhere in the news the media is very excited we we only have a few data points right now and they're they're in phase two of the three phases for their clinical trials but it's very promising and the stock market is going uh through the roof however the hill would like to remind you that rita wilson uh experienced extreme side effects of uh, hydro hydroxychloroquine a uh, family of a uh, New York woman blames hydroxychloroquine combination for a, a fatal heart attack. A uh, French study now from CNN finds that hydroxychloroquine just doesn't help any patients with uh, coronavirus. Same from uh, Reason. It's just very disappointing. Uh, and then you have this story, a local story from Dallas. 39 elderly Texans successfully complete hydroxychloroquine treatment for COVID-19. They completed a five-day treatment, and their doctor said none of the patients experienced side effects. And uh, I, maybe, they, maybe they're all dead now. We, we're not sure. Oh, wait, we have the doctor on? Dr. Robert uh, Robin Armstrong, medical director at the nursing home, uh, the resort in Texas City. Uh, he is a um, he has his B.S. in microbiology from Texas A&M, M.D. from the University of Texas uh, Medical Branch in Galveston. Uh, and his wife is a doctor. So, you know, he's he's got something going on. He's not a vet. Uh, so let's uh, let's talk to Dr. Robin Armstrong. Hi. Hi, Doc. How are you? 
I'm doing well and yourself. Thanks for having me on. Uh, you bet. Um, I'm excited to hear the results of the 39 patients. What what happened? So what happened with our patients that, that we treated with hydroxychloroquine, azithromycin, and zinc is we've had great results. Uh, we've had one patient that, that passed away from, from, from other causes, um, not, not coronavirus likely, but all the, the other 38 have, have done well with the regimen. And so um, our, our, these were all elderly patients as well, nursing homes. And so these were patients that, by and large, range from the ages of probably 55, but really chronically ill, to 102. And so we have a wide range of patients. Most of them are all above 70 and 80. And so and they actually tolerated the medication well. We monitored them closely, uh, did not have any side effects from the medications, and they've done very, very well. Um, in this cohort of patients, you would expect a certain number to go to the hospital. You would expect a certain number to, number to, to, to succumb to the illness, but, but that just didn't happen in our case and with our observations. Okay, so are any of them now uh, COVID-free-ish? I mean, as, well, as free as you so, get with so, this. So as of yesterday, um, was two weeks uh, post-testing. Their test was on April the 2nd. So they finished two weeks yesterday. We're going to retest them actually on Tuesday of next week, and then make that determination. We certainly think that they're out of the woods as far as a serious medical illness from COVID-19 at this point, because they're both 14 day, they're all 14 days out. And, and, so, and at, on Tuesday, there'll be two weeks from the treatment as well. There, uh, so, doctor, there are there are stories of people that have taken this and said within a few hours, I turned, you know, for the better. I started making the turn. Um, have you seen any results like that? Were they were they going in the wrong direction and this turned it around? Or do you have any re- real results that you could say this is this was effective? Well, in our observation, I would say that the only patients that we treated on this red, we had about 56 positives. We got put everybody on it because we put folks on it who were getting worse. We put folks on it in the nursing home. Our goal was to manage them there in the nursing home. And if they started getting, getting more short of breath, if their oxygen saturation started to decline or they started having a fever, we would start the medication regimen at that point. And, and, and so and what we saw was the patient started to get better. They either maintained um, where they were, um, and, 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 or they slightly got better, and, and over time, all of them got better. And so we've seen a significant improvement in them. And so, like I say, in our small observational study, our, our patients certainly have gotten better. Uh, the health department director says, you know, you would expect percentages to be much higher, percentages of death, percentages of hospitalization, and we just saw none of that. And so, so in my observational study, we saw folks improve, and so that's pretty exciting right. for us because we're about all saving right, so, lives, and that's all we're about. All right, so uh, let me let me take you uh, let me take you here. There is a report out that's been circulating this week, and it started with this woman. Um, in New York, who is now suing because she said that um, it was the the combination that caused a fatal heart attack. Um, and 
even I know that just talking to my local doctor, when he looked into this, I called him and I said, what do you, what do you know about this stuff? He looked in and he said, hydroxy, uh, hydroxychloroquine has been around forever. He said, it's safe. You know, there's some eye problems, et cetera, et cetera. He said, but the combination of the two, he said, I wouldn't feel comfortable giving someone unless uh, they were being monitored at a hospital because it can cause heart problems. This is nothing new. Every doctor knows that. That's one of the risks, correct? correct? Absolutely correct. And I'll, I'll tell you, so what the issue is, doesn't cause heart attacks. It can cause an arrhythmia with the, two, with the combination. Because what they do is they pro- prolong the QTC interval. And, and that's an EKG finding that shows that they're predisposed to having a cardiac arrhythmia. Now, most cardiologists will tell you that, that in prolonging the QTC interval, they never, very rarely see arrhythmias with them. But if you do see that prolonged QTC interval on the EKG, it says that they're predisposed to that. We actually check the EKGs on all of our patients in the middle. So on day three and day four, we check EKGs on those patients that were on the combination because I understood that concern. And, and none of them had a prolonged QTC interval. So none of them had the change that's indicative of cardiac arrhythmias. And so, and so I don't think that that's actually accurate. If you, I bet you if you go to, to any individual's medicine cabinet, many of those medications prolong the QTC interval. Antidepressants do. A lot of them do. And it's just sort of a common pharmacologic side effect of a lot of different medications. But, but it's very rare that they cause fatal arrhythmias. And in, this, in our study, we had zero that had the EKG finding that would show that they would have an arrhythmia. None of them had arrhythmias, and, and none of them had the EKG finding consistent with arrhythmias. We are hearing from doctors all over the country that are using this that have seen results. I mean, it's not a cure-all by any stretch of the imagination. Absolutely. Uh, but and yesterday... Uh, a few things have come out about uh, the new drug from Gilead. Um, it's not even through with testing. The stock market went r- crazy. CNN, all of the you know, New York Times, everybody went crazy. Oh, this is it. We finally have a cure. We don't even know anything about this drug yet. And I'm really excited. I hope that this is all true. Um, but here's a drug that's been around literally forever, hydroxychloroquine. Right. And it is being treated like a pariah. Do you believe that this is happening because Donald Trump was behind it? Absolutely. I I mentioned it. That is the reason. I absolutely think that's the reason. I think that that's why people are, are. I have been attacked when I've treated patients with this and we've seen improvement in the patients. And so I believe it is a political agenda, unfortunately. And it's just it's really sad to me because I've never allowed my political um, preferences get involved with with my with my medical practice, and, and that's still the case. You know, we've, we've never allowed that mm. to happen, and it hasn't happened in this case. And I think it's a shame that they've allowed this to happen. But even though I've seen great results, families are happy, the patients are happy, patients are alive. They didn't go to the hospital like you would expect, and so I'm I'm really excited with the results. Um, and so, I, as a medical professional, morally. You know, I was set up with a situation where I thought the, the, the outcome of this could be catastrophic. You could, you could send all these folks to the hospital and expose EMS workers, ER nurses and doctors, 
or you could manage them in place, watch their symptoms closely. We rounded on them every single day. We saw them every day to manage their symptoms and make sure they were not getting worse, started the medicines, monitored them closely on the drug in the nursing home, and saw an improvement. And so I'm, I'm excited about the results. Well, I'd like to hear the results uh, from the test again uh, next week. Thank you so much, Dr. Robert uh, Robin Armstrong uh, from um, the resort at Texas City's, the medical director at that nursing home, treated 39 elderly Texans uh, with um, the signs of COVID-19 for treatment for COVID-19. Uh, one passed away not uh, from COVID-19, and the rest of them are getting better every day. Thank you so much. Appreciate it, Doc. Thank you, sir.